I'm master life and business coach, Kat Arathis, and you are listening to the Simplify to Scale podcast, where you're going to learn how to build and scale a wildly successful, sustainable, and strong online business in the most simple, doable, and fun way possible so that you can grow your business to six figures and beyond in less than 20 hours a week. So join me every single week as I remove everything that may be getting in your way from making the money that you want to be making inside of your business. All right, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody, welcome to the Simplify to Scale podcast, or if you're watching this on video format somewhere, welcome. Hi, I'm joined by my client, Nina. I'm going to get her to introduce herself, obviously. Um, But today's episode, we're really going to be diving into how Nina just like created or and is still creating like insanely incredible results in her business. And one of those key components is also like doing it all without the overworking, without the busy work, without the bullshit. Um, Because I mean, and we'll talk about that in this podcast episode, but that was like one of the crucial things like when you came to my space and joined us in the mastermind that was like one of the the biggest goals you had like it wasn't just about the money right it was about like also the overworking piece right yeah yeah but we'll talk about more about more about that so nina tell the people who the heck are you and then we'll dive in (laughs) hi so um my name is nina laja i'm german living in spain and i'm a certified life coach and i call myself not another business coach (laughs) And um, what I do is I do transformational personal branding with my clients, which are mostly coaches or service-based entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I love working with you, Kat. Yes. (laughs) We're having a fun time. We're having a fun time and making lots of money. It's so good. Okay. So tell the people, like, I mean, let's start off with just like sharing, like, you know, kind of some of the results that you've created so far in the mastermind. I think it's like, you've been in the mastermind about three, four months, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, so tell the people like the big successes that you've created, especially without the overworking and, and then we'll dive into like, I want you to share like some shifts and like how you created that. Um, but tell the people, I want you to brag away. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, we've started to work together. Um, when I already could see, I have been fully booked in my business since I've been starting during the first year of my business and now I'm in the third year and um I came to you I remember I was fully booked at that point and I wanted to shift to group more and more and um when we started I think that was the point I already did group coaching I am a co-host of a coach certification in Germany So I did that. I loved it. Um, And um, I think it was the inset day that you're doing, the intensive, Mm -hmm. um, when we were talking about how to take that shift, um, how I'm going to set myself up for that. And since then, I think I created, um, I sold out my group coaching, the German edition. I called it Magnetic Marketing, the German edition. And um, at this point, I am fully booked till April. I'm not going to accept more clients because I set clear boundaries for my energy um, for not overworking. And I think I probably made um, 
35K. So good. Yeah. 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 For everybody listening, just like a few months and like working way less. So I think like, and I would love for you to speak to this because I know like some clients and even people that aren't even clients, they have like all of this drama. I was actually talking to one of my colleagues about this, I think like a year ago. Um, and she was having so much drama about how she like hit her the same revenue as last year. Um, or no, I can't remember exactly. Like she hit the same revenue as last year, just a little bit, um, but she was like working way less and she was totally discounting it. She's like, it doesn't count as growth. It doesn't count. Like she was only seeing how like the money made as growth. But I'm just like, if you made a hundred K, but you worked literally 50% less hours, that's scaling. Yeah. Right. Like what is your yeah. thoughts about that? Like, especially now that you've, you've really experienced this for yourself. Um, my thoughts about around that are that I know I can hustle, but that isn't my intention while building my business. I know I can work really hard and I'm ready to grind for a certain time, but I'm at a point in my business where I felt, okay, how do I want to set that up that it's sustainable, that I still give my best and still will do this for a very long time. And I still can scale not only my income, but also my energy right? Yeah. So that's exactly it. Yeah. And it frees you up to do so much more in your business as well. Right. So I think like, you know, like what Nina's saying is like, there is a time in your business, like the foundational years, I call it where it's like, yeah, you do grind in a very, like in a very wholesome way, right. A very yeah. wholesome grind. Um, and that's just kind of the name of the game. Right. And then you do reach a point where you're like, okay, I put in I put in the work, I put in the effort, my business is now set up, right? Where it's like, I can remove myself a little bit from it. I can take on less, like actually you are actually working with more clients, but less hours, right? Hence the group and all the things, right? So, and then now you have way more energy that you can steward elsewhere, right? So it's like, you can focus way more now, which is what's really required to like grow your business to, you know, six figure years and beyond, right? Is really prioritizing the skill sets and you need energy for that. Right. Yeah. Like if you are fully booked all day with one on one clients, right? It's like obviously you can still work on the, the skill sets of like your copy and all that stuff. But it's like what I do in my business is I spend a majority of my time literally just thinking about my clients. And that requires a well rested brain and lots of energy. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that is what happens to me too. And also the freedom that I created for myself. I really intentionally set a boundary for 2023 for me, like how much clients I'm going to accept, um, how much time I'm going to spend in my business, when I will coach. And what happened as a byproduct for that is that everything is much more structured and becomes much more easy because it comes repeatable. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, I do a lot of things in my front store, I would say, but also I set myself up for success in my, let's say back office, right? Mm -hmm. mm. Tell the people a little bit more about like these boundaries. Cause I, I would imagine some people listening to this podcast are like, what does Nina mean by boundaries? Like give a couple examples of that if you can. Yeah, of course. Um, for example, really um, being clear on the value I bring for my clients and deciding on my pricing. And for example, I decided, and you helped me make that shift. Uh, when I decided I shift into group, mm -hmm. your advice, and that actually helped me a lot. It gave me a lot of freedom. You said, okay, you're gonna launch your group, but 
keep on selling one-on-one -on -one at this point, right? So you have the freedom to, to be a bit more playful, right? Okay. Because when you start selling group, it feels different. The one-on-one -on -one selling becomes so easy, let's say, and um, you feel a lot more safe doing that than selling or launching a group, first of all. That's another game, basically. So that really helped me not to focus on one thing, but setting myself up for success. And I signed one-on-one -on -one clients all along the way, but I made a clear decision who I'm going to sign, who I'm going to work, and to have prices that really related to the value my coaching would give, the results my coaching would create for my clients. And um, that kept me at ease with everything I did, really. It was a lot for me. I think mm, my biggest work that I have to do on myself and my business is calibrating my own mind mm. <laughs> to really keeping myself in a place that feels calm and at ease and way like away from feeling like it's too much mm -hmm. and that is an old pattern out of the company I've been building and you know I've been always self-employed and especially when you're starting in my 20s you know I was working as a model and when you're self-employed and it's, it's it feels everything like oh what's the next job where are you going to go you tend to fall into that pattern of I have to take everything I can get mm -hmm. right make it sustainable and this can happen or this at least showed up for me in the in the early years of my business that now I really select the clients that will get most out of working with me yeah so so they can create the biggest results for them and and everything feels much more playful and i think that is a boundary i set and um i believe money is an energy exchange so um you really have to know what what do you want to make out of your business i mean we all i love coaching i'm so devoted to the process of coaching i love my clients i love my group but also i want to make money right mm -hmm. it's a business so how can I set myself up for success in a way that feels sustainable also in my own mind yeah and there's a couple of things I want to like point out and pull out here that I think is like so crucial what Nina was saying guys is like when she was talking about boundaries and that's why I wanted to ask because I think a lot of people when they hear boundaries they think of like with other people oh right <laughs> right no. and really what you were saying here is like no. boundaries with myself yeah. Like I decided and I committed to these things. I made a promise with myself. Yeah. And this is a boundary I have with myself that I'm not going to like lower my rate or take on a client that isn't my most nourishing and my most, my most energizing client. It's like, I decided like how many people in the group, I decided what my new fully booked one-on-one -on -one number is. And you yeah. have that boundary with yourself because it is so easy. Right. And as we coach in the mastermind all the time, like obviously we're humans, like of course, sometimes we indulge in like greediness, which is really easy to like, you have someone on a console call and you're like, well, I could tell them no, or I could tell them yes. And, and then your ego can kind of get into it. And if I tell them yes, then I can like, you know, that adds into my monthly revenue and then blah, 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 blah. Even though, you know, that there was a ton of red flags. And then there's also something else that Nina was speaking to as well, which is, and I think this is important because I think so many people are afraid. Like, I think it is important in the foundational years to, um, 
you know, and I'm not saying it, do it with the mindset of like, take what you can get, like what you're doing yeah. like, with the modeling, which is like, of course yeah. you are a model. I'm like, this all makes sense now, Nina. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like everyone in the masterminds can be like, oh my God, of course Nina was a model. Um, <laughs> I can't wait after the mastermind, I'm going to go into the group chat and tell people. Um, so, but okay. So like, I'm not saying do it with that mentality of like, I'm just going to take what I can get. Cause that comes from like, that's more of like a fear or scarcity yeah. based mindset. But I think there is value in that in the beginning stages of the business, the foundational years where it's like, explore, work with a bunch of people. Cause if you've never served a client, you don't actually know. You have an idea yeah. obviously of like who your most nourishing client is. Like someone that's like shows up, wants the results. Like, you know, the basic stuff, right. And you know, the basics of like, who gets the most value from your offer, but it isn't until you work with a bunch of different people where you can actually say with real certainty, because you have the data of like, this is who I'm actually serving. This is what they actually need. This is the process that's going to work the best for them as well. So you do need to have that in the foundational years. Don't be afraid of like, um, taking on the people, right? Like, don't be afraid of that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you call it seasons of your business. And mm -hmm. I have been really tremendously grateful for having had the opportunity to coach, coach, coach. And I absolutely agree with you that you become a better coach through coaching and you really dive into your own energy and how you do things and how you say things. And it really, you know, helps you to just coach. But then there comes a time when the coaching is somehow settled in and it feels very natural and it flows. And then other, other parts in your business need more attention from your side. And at that point, it was my own energy mm -hmm. and how I can make things simple. Like one of my aspirational values I work towards too is simplicity. And I mean, simple, doable. I know that words are like, essential in how you talk about what you offer and I think that was also part what I was drawn to to really keep it simple and doable and mm -hmm. knowing it's possible for me while creating a business that works for me right the way yeah. I feel it's working and and I'm happy with what I'm doing yeah and how yeah. I do it Okay. I love that. So this is kind of like where I want to take the conversation next, like speaking of like simple and doable. And this is especially, especially if you're someone where it's like, you're already making, like, you're already signing clients. Like maybe you're at Nina's stage that she was at, you know, in year three of her business, fully booked with her one-on-ones, right. Ready to kind of shift and like really turn up the dial on the demand and the scaling. Um, share with the people like, and obviously if there's pieces of the mastermind, certain things that we coached on, certain concepts that you learned that like helped you do this. I want you to kind of share with people, like, how did you do that? Like, how did you, how have you created such big success um, and really scaling your energy, as you put it? I love that you could say that, like scaling yeah. your energy and really just like toning down the, because we all like, I mean, you and I were very similar and a lot of my clients are that, right? Where it's like, we have a lot of urge to just like take a lot of action. And we had to kind yeah. of like sit with that urge, right? Yeah. And like, I love that you said that too, where it's like, I had to believe it was possible that it could be simple and doable. Yeah. Um, I believe I am very much drawn to mindset. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that is what helped me a lot working on in the mastermind. And I remember one thing um, that really helped me. Um, we were doing in evaluation. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I was, you know, we were in the chat, in the group chat, and I was talking and your coaching, it was very crisp. And um, I remember it landed really deeply with me because you said, Nina, make sure whenever you evaluate, you come from a positive approach mm -hmm. and not from a lack one. And having somebody who revisits your thinking and who knows your default patterns is extremely helpful because it, it gives you a shift and it creates awareness around your own thinking. And these are subtle tweaks, but I believe the more you take your business forward, it's the little shifts, it's the subtle tweaks um, that you learn to create on repeat. And I think you're quite sharp there. And at least with my mind, I like you having to, to look on my mind while I am creating where I want to go. And it's just the little, the little things. Does yeah. it make sense? Yeah. It's that makes awesome. so much sense. Yeah. Like, and Nina's like hitting the nail on the head here. Cause it's like, if you were to think of like your business, like a house, right? Like if you're building a house from scratch, like your business, obviously that's going to require big moves, right? Like to build a whole house from scratch. It's like, you need big pieces of I don't know, wood or whatever. You get the point, right? And then let's yeah. just like, okay, I've had this house. Like, I think in Canada, there's like a, like, I don't know if it's like a, I don't think it's a law, but it's like this recommendation where it's like every seven years you do renovations. And it's mm -hmm. kind of like that. I mean, obviously you didn't wait seven years, but it's like a reno isn't a bunch of, I mean, sometimes they are, but just like bear with me with this example, guys, right? But it's like, it's just tiny tweaks to your house, right? That like, just yeah. like, oof, set up right and like you should just sit up for the next like seven years right so the same is true in your business right like you don't need to fucking rebuild a whole house right you just need to do little renos like little tiny tweaks so i love that yeah this is huge and i think also too what, what nina's saying and this is like and i would love for you to also speak to this too as a, as a fellow coach right um and this is why I love long-term coaching. And this is like what Nina's saying, like this is the, the benefit and the value of working with a, with a client or working with your clients, but also you as a coach, working with your coach in a long-term basis, right? Because it's like the longer I work with Nina, the better I get to know her and her brain. And I'm, I'm onto her patterns three steps ahead of her because I just know her brain so well. I know her business so well, right? So I would love, like, what have you kind of noticed with that as well? Because I, I, would, I would imagine you're also someone that likes to work with your coaches for at least six months onward. A hundred percent. I, I, I always say like six months for me is quite a minimum. Yeah. In special cases, I would probably do four, but um, I'm very clear. It depends on where the client is. Uh, we have an intake and um, I'm very clear what I, what I think the result can be created in that time. And if you really want to make a shift, 12 months is nothing. Mm -hmm. Really. Yeah. yeah. Because you really get to know someone. You really, you are so much faster and the coaching gets more effective because, you know, your client opens up his mind and, and you're like a surgeon. Mm. Yeah. And you have the possibility to just you know, touch what is needed, right? For example, um, shift that I made also. And, and as we talk, I think for me, it was a lot of the mindset things that I dedicated myself um, through the coaching with you. Um, for example, I'm German yeah. and um, I had thoughts around, oh yeah, am I, I going to position, <laughs> oh, you remember, am I going to position myself? 
<laughs> in the German market? Or am I going into the international market? And all my marketing materials are on English. I live in Spain. I, I speak a lot of English every day, Spanish, German, like, and um, I read in English. And so I really, my brain thinks in English and I wanted to create my materials and my intellectual property in English. And I really had a belief that I found out through really looking at my mind with the help of you, um, that I was doubting that I could do that. Sounds funny because I have always been coaching from the very first minute international clients. <laughs> but sometimes our mind plays tricks that we aren't aware, but that is like running like the subtitle of everything you're doing and you're wondering what's missing. You're wondering why there is a why there is a gap, why there's a gap. And you can't figure it out for yourself. And I, I know you have been coaching me on that. And then I really sat down and, and did the work I wanted to do. And um, now I really have to laugh about my, my thinking at that point, because I'm so clear that I'm going to coach in English, that my materials are in English, and that it's actually a plus for my clients, because they can work with me in German if they like. And actually, I have many clients who are German and they want to work both in German and English language. And that is, of course, an advantage for them because, you know, they get the feeling with the materials and everything I'm providing them. And it's an absolute plus. But, you know, it depends where your brain is, mm. how you see it yourself. Mm. Yeah. And so... This is the fascinating thing for everybody listening, right? So this whole pod, like, I mean, yeah, I guess this whole podcast episode, right? We've been talking about like how Nina's created massive victories in her business without overworking. And, and as Nina, Nina puts it, I love it, scaling her energy, right? And so it's interesting because what, what Nina was just saying is this is an example of like the German and the international and all of that, like that whole looping, right? Yeah. That was because of self-doubt, right? Doubting yeah. that- all of that, right? And here's the thing, guys, if you don't have somebody, because, and again, it's, this isn't me touting like, oh, you need a coach. No, but it's, it's fucking serious, right? Like I always say, like, you can't see a label from inside the jar. It doesn't matter how good of a coach you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been a fucking coach. It's like you were inside the jar. You cannot see yeah. the label. You need someone to see the label for you. And if I, if Nina didn't catch that and I didn't catch that self-doubt and work on it, she would have went ahead and overworked as a behavior. And that would have showed up as her probably running multiple groups, some to Germans, some to English, creating different fucking concepts and IP for and workbooks, whatever, some in German, some in English. It would have led to all of that. Yeah. Right? If we didn't catch that. And that's just like, a, again, just one tiny little subtle shift. Right? Yeah. And something else, which is very important to not overworking as well. Notice what Nina said. She wasn't, and this is what I tell all my masterminders, and you guys, you've probably heard this if you are in my space at all. You hear me say this when you're thinking about joining the mastermind, where I'm like, your job is not to master everything at once in the first six months, right? Because right. if you try and do that, you will overwork. Nina did not try and master everything. She knew that her work to reduce the overworking was in the energy pieces, the belief pieces. And she focused on that and doubled down on that. And then obviously on some other, you know, more strategic bits, right? But really the most important was, was that. How does yeah. that, like, how does, what are your thoughts on that, Nina? A hundred percent. Like, 
actually <clears throat> making the decision and and that really aligns with my aspirational value of simplicity and i remember we were having a conversation about the decision to not indulge into creating german speaking content and i think the coaching around that was like it will work when you make the decision to make it work something like this and actually that is what I did. I, I took the leap and I created the belief and, and the vision for myself doing that. And it worked, <laughs> right? But of course, coming from A to B, there were loops in my thinking. Yeah. It wasn't just like I made the decision and I was there, right? And and that is, I, I absolutely agree. I think everybody who has a brain needs a coach. <laughs> That's my, my yeah. belief. And yeah. I, I love to have somebody like my coach looking on my brain to help me correct my thought errors, right? Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely with you there. And it, it makes everything so much faster. And I don't mean you need to go fast, but it makes mm -hmm. it easier, not so much compounding your energy on things that really won't create money in your business, right? Yeah. And I love that you say that because like I always say like, you know, better and faster than before. And what I mean by faster, and I love that you say as a distinction is like by faster, I don't mean racing, right? By, by faster, I mean like, okay, if you are doing it on your own or maybe you're not doing it on your own, but maybe you're, you're in a certain program that's not actually giving you the level of support or building the level of skills that your current season of business and your next season of business is gonna require, right? It's just that it's gonna, it's taking longer than it needs to. It's kind of like that. It doesn't mean that you're racing, but it's like, it could be a little bit more efficient. It could be a little bit more effective. It could be a little less painful, more playful than, yeah. than how it currently is right now. Yeah. Right. But I'm, a, I'm not in the business of racing. I, I don't agree with that. No. <laughs> yeah. no. And actually I would even say it makes it easier. Yeah. It makes it easier. And um, I think, especially if you want to scale your business, for me, having the thought it's going to be easier mm. because there still are enough, you know, struggles. And, and whenever you think you've solved a problem, there will be another. That is just entrepreneurship, right? Maybe you have mastered one thing, then there comes up the next. But really, how do you want to go there? How do you want to build your business? How do you want it to feel for yourself? Because actually how it feels for me, that is also how it will feel for my clients, right? Um, so we go first. So I'd rather clean up my own mind and come from a clean place. And I think that is our work as coaches. I think coaching is the only profession that really asks you to manage your mind constantly, to constantly grow and learn and not learning from like a student mindset, but learning from what's my truth? Um, how do I want to do this? What do I want to create from this? Right. So, yeah, I love that. I love that. Thanks for sharing all of this. Okay. We're going to wrap this up. Um, but to share with the people, like if there's like one, maybe it's like a sp specific thought. I know you shared tons, like, so everybody make sure you're writing these down. Like Nina shared a lot of like beliefs, a lot of thoughts, a lot of things that she prioritized and focused on. Um, but if there's anything else that you kind of want to share with the people when it comes to like really about making more money, creating more success in your business, more impact without the overworking. Is there anything else that you want to kind of share on that that we didn't touch on? 
Um, I really believe that thought work, mindset is a big piece of the puzzle and it will probably set apart the ones that are going, I, I use the word faster now, but maybe we even say smoother, mm -hmm. um, right? And um, I think tuning into myself, into my own self-belief and my own energy and power, that was the work I think I did in the first, yeah, I mean, in April, it's going to be six months. And um, I can share some thoughts that I was using on myself. Um, yeah. And I think that was, I'm having my own back always. Um, I know what I'm doing. Mm. My clients love me for who I'm being. And I create enough time for everything that is important to me. So good. Okay. And I'm going to pause you here because like, I think this is so important guys. And I, I know for you, for sure, Nina, because especially you are, you really focus more with your clients on like the personal branding. What Nina is sharing with you guys is identity, right? So when it comes to the subconscious mind, your identity is the, it's the crux of everything. Your identity is where everything else does trickle downs, right? So when you shift things on the identity level, naturally your behaviors will change, your beliefs will change, your identities will change. Also your value shift as well, right? So if you can just work on the identity level, the process is smoother, but so often, right? Whatever kind of coaching we do, right? And, and not even just thought work, right? Thought work is also like doing thought work as a behavior versus just like shifting things on the identity level, right? Um, it just makes things so much smoother. You don't have to try hard to change your behavior. You don't have to try hard to not overwork, right? Nina just shifted her identity. And like Nina said, it wasn't like, oh, I just decided, right? Sometimes, sometimes she would come back for coaching on it. Sometimes we would repeat the coaching, which is, that's actually part of the process. Repetition is part of the recipe. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stop rambling. Identity. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Nina. Um, okay. Tell the people, like there's people obviously listening to this that would love to work with you, or at least like explore more about your work and what you're all about. Where can people go to find you? Yeah. So first of all, thanks for having me, Kat. It was a pleasure. <laughs> so fun. Um, they can find me um, on Instagram. I love mm -hmm. to hang out on Instagram, which is lafelice.coaching. Mm -hmm. um, and um, also that is my website, lafelice minus coaching.com you can find me there you can find me on linkedin but i think the most fun place to hang out with me is on instagram i love awesome. everything visual yes <laughs> and and just to like spell that out because i'm like i know i know spanish you know spanish but it's like la feliz so it's l-a-f-e-l-i-z dot yeah. coaching yes exactly yeah yes. because my my name is lacha which means laughing basically in english and la feliz is well, the, the happy one. And I'm, I'm a very positive person. It's one of my strengths, actually. So yeah, I thought that would be a nice week in turn. <laughs> so good. All right, Nina. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Um, and obviously, I'll see you in the mastermind. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to finally get to the 10K per month mark? Because I want to invite you to work together with me completely risk-free. If you don't generate 10K per month inside of your coaching or consulting business in six months or less, we will work with you for free until you do. 100% guaranteed, 100% risk-free. So what I want you to do is go ahead and head to bit.ly 
slash consult with Kat, where you will have the opportunity to have a free 100K game plan call with me, where we will dive into your business, create a personalized step-by-step game plan to how we will get you to 10K per month and beyond inside of your coaching business. And then we'll explain more about how the offer works. All right, I'll see you on the call.